If you will go with me to 1 Peter 1. I'm going to kind of show you where his deliverance comes from. 1 Peter 1, I'm going to begin in verse 10. This is, talk, this is Peter, and he's speaking about the prophets of old. He said, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Do you ever see that word, you? It says, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them. That's how they prophesied. They prophesied through the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of Jesus in them. He said, which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. I want us to go back to verse 10. It says, of which salvation, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently. They wanted to know. They wanted to know what the Spirit of Christ was telling them. And what was that Spirit who prophesied of the grace, of the grace that should come unto you. They wanted to know of that grace. They prophesied of that grace coming to you. You know, they didn't have that kind of grace. They didn't have that kind of grace. Moses didn't have that kind of grace. The law of Moses didn't have grace at all. Didn't have grace at all. And that those prophets wanted to prophesy the grace that was coming unto you. Do you know what grace is? Do you know what grace is? Grace is favor of God that you don't deserve. That you don't deserve. And the prophets saw it. The spirit of Jesus in them was talking about it. They saw it was coming. And they searched diligently. They wanted to know about that grace. When did it come? Turn with me to John 1. John 1. When did that grace come that they wanted to know about, that they searched diligently? Tell me about it, Father. It says, John 1, verse 17, the law was given by Moses. The law was given by Moses, but grace, but grace, something you don't deserve, something you didn't even ask for, something you didn't even want, came by Jesus Christ, came by Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Turn with me to Ephesians 1. Oh, to consider this grace, this grace that, that Jesus brought, that Jesus brought that the prophets wanted to see, they wanted to hear. They wanted to hear about that grace that was coming to you. You know, they, did, they knew it wasn't coming to them. They knew it wasn't coming to them. They wanted to hear about what was coming to you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. But God, your Father, your Heavenly Father, our God. Is he your God? Our God, who is rich in mercy for the great love wherewith he loved us. The great love that God, the God of heaven, the God that parted the Red Sea, the God that stopped the world from spinning, the God that created every star you see by the breath of his mouth, that God, that God who with his great love, wherewith he loved you, even when we were dead in sins, 
quickened us together with Jesus. By grace are you saved. Do you know that God sent Jesus because he loved you? And he sent Jesus when you didn't even ask for it. You didn't even ask for it. In fact, you didn't even want it. And he sent him anyway. You didn't ask for Jesus to come die for you. You didn't even want Jesus to come die for you. And God loved you enough. He sent him anyway. Sent him anyway. You didn't want it, but he sent him anyway. Amen. He sent him anyway. That's how much he loves you. It says, by grace are you saved and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You know why we sit with Jesus in heavenly places? Because God sent Jesus when you didn't even ask for him. He sent him anyway. And you know, God sent Jesus and God put Jesus on the cross. Jesus said, this is the very reason I came. The very reason. In fact, Psalm 88 says he was ready to die from his youth up. He knew where he was headed when he was on the earth as a man. He knew the one job he was going to perform, the big job at the end was going to be laying down his life for you and you didn't even ask for it and you didn't even want it. But God sent him anyway. He sent him anyway. And when Jesus was on that cross, he took every one of your sins on his own body. Took them, gladly took them, received them from the Father. It says the Father laid your sin on Jesus. You didn't even ask for it. You didn't even want it, but Jesus did it anyway. That's grace. That's grace. You didn't ask for it. You didn't want it, but he did it anyway. He did it anyway for you. And every one of your sicknesses and every one of your pains and every one of your diseases, your fibromyalgia, I can't even pronounce that word, but it keeps coming up in my heart. He put it on the body of Jesus. He put diabetes on the body of Jesus. You didn't even ask him, but he did it anyway. He put cancer on the body of Jesus. Your cancer on the body of Jesus. You didn't ask for it, but he did it anyway. He put every single disease and every pain you will ever have, he laid it on the body of Jesus. Jesus took the scourge for it. He took the scourge for it. You didn't ask for it. You didn't even want it, but Jesus did it anyway. He did it anyway. Why? Because of the love of the Father for you. That's grace. That's grace. You needed, God knew you were going to have to live on this earth as a man. You were going to have to have money. You were going to have to have food. You were going to have to have shelter. You were going to have to have clothes. You know what he did? He put that poverty, he put it on Jesus. And he made sure that Jesus paid the price for your welfare, for your safety, for your prosperity. He put it on the body of Jesus and Jesus suffered for it suffered in your place for it to make sure you'd have it. And you know what? You didn't even ask for it. Amen. You didn't even want it, and he did it anyway. He did it anyway for you. Amen. Anyway. He did it anyway for you. That is grace. That is grace. 
that is God doing something for you that you didn't even deserve. And that's what the prophets wanted to see. They wanted to see what Jesus did for you because that's grace. That's grace. And the next thing Jesus did was he went to hell for you. He took your sin and he paid for it. He became your murder. He became your lying. He became your child molestation. He became your adultery. He became your fornication. He became your drug addiction. He became your AIDS. He became your sexual immorality. He became your thievery. He became it all. He took it on his own body and then he paid for it. He paid for it in hell knowing you didn't even ask for it. You didn't even want it, but he did it anyway. He did it anyway. He did it anyway. And you know all he's asking for you to do is to believe it. That is all he's asking for you to do is believe it. Believe it. Trust in it. And you know after three days, three days of suffering for you in your place in hell, suffering in your place when you didn't even ask for it. He suffered anyway. And after three days, he knowing after three days, it was going to satisfy the Father. It was going to satisfy the God in heaven concerning you. Not concerning Jesus, concerning you. It satisfied the Father concerning you. You didn't ask for it. You didn't even want it, and he did it anyway. And the father was satisfied anyway. The father was satisfied with the sacrifice of Jesus anyway. He'd have done it if nobody had believed it, because that's grace, something you don't deserve. And Jesus was raised from the dead. When he satisfied the father, the father forgave every sin. The father healed every disease. The Father put in place safety, security, welfare for every man, even though they didn't want it and they didn't even ask for it, but he did it anyway. And when he raised Jesus from the dead, as Ephesians 2 said, he raised you. He raised you. He forgave your sins. He made you prosperous. He healed your diseases. He granted your safety. He healed your broken heart. He did it all, and we didn't ask for it, but he did it anyway. He did it anyway. The only thing he wants is for you to believe it. And you know what the wonderful thing is? Turn with me to Hebrews 4. When you are struggling to believe it, when you are trying hard to believe it, when you are working on laying your life down so you can believe it and walk in it, when you're having those difficult days, that grace hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. It didn't stop with Jesus raising from the grave. That grace goes on for you every day. You didn't ask for it. You didn't deserve it, but he did it anyway, and he will do it again every time you need it. Even when you didn't want it, God sent it anyway. But guess what? When you want it, when you need it, it is right there. Hebrews 4, verse 16. 
Okay. Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace. Why can we go to that throne of grace? Because Jesus went there first. Because Jesus shed his blood and went into that holiest of holies for you. It says, let us therefore come boldly. Boldly. Why? Because we got something we didn't deserve. Because we got entrance into a throne of God that we don't deserve, but we can go in anyway. It says, let us come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace. Find grace. Find that favor we don't deserve. Find that grace we don't deserve to help in time of need. That grace has never stopped. It came with Jesus and it'll stay and it is there every time you need it because of what Jesus did. Because he went when you didn't ask him to. Because he died when you didn't want him. Because he went to hell when you didn't ask him to do it. Because he was raised from the dead when you didn't want it. God did it anyway. And that grace will never end. Never. At any time you need it. Any time you need that grace. Which is every minute of the day. It is there. It is there because Jesus bought it. Jesus bought it with his death, burial, and resurrection. And how do you, you know what it says in verse 8 in Ephesians 2? It says, by that grace, by that grace which you don't deserve, you are saved. You are saved by that grace. You are saved because the Father will do it anyway, even when you don't deserve it. Why? Because Jesus bought it for you bought it for you. By grace, you are saved. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, post office box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.